0: Hey, CityCast listeners. On Thursdays, the CityCast crew talks about the things that make Houston, Houston. One of those things is wretched heat. And another is eating and drinking. What happens when those two things collide? What happens when it's so hot outside that maybe you don't want to eat? Or maybe you just want to eat a few excellent things. I'm talking today with lead producer Dina Kespa, producer Farrell Gibbs, and roving producer Carleon Jones. It is Thursday, June 16th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. All right, team. Are y'all ready to talk about eating when it's hot outside? Yes. Yeah, definitely. All right. Let's go. Dina, when it is hot outside, what is the one thing in the world that you most want to eat? It's going to be those
1: liquid nitrogen-infused cereal puffs called Dragon's Breath. And you can get them in Cyprus. What the heck is
0: that? <laughs> is that
1: legal? Yes, it is. You know, liquid nitrogen ice cream is a thing now where they make it all smoky and everything, and it's cold and refreshing. Oh, and it's fruity so delicious it's just like a ball of like cereal that's puffed up <laughs> with liquid nitrogen all over it it's delicious
2: is it like dipping dots do you know what those it's are bigger yes it's bigger okay I love dots, what do you it's mean like it's bigger? bigger like the like the pieces or the, the circles pieces, are bigger yeah the little circles are much bigger than the dipping dots
0: okay and what is liquid nitrogen about it i mean shouldn't that like take the skin <laughs> off your tongue <laughs> <laughs> that should be super cold, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. So it's not it doesn't burn you, but you get that really instant cooling effect in your mouth. It's amazing.
0: I can't imagine <laughs> this. But all right, I'm gonna take your word for it and I'll keep an eye out for it. All right.
3: Carly, what is the one thing you want to eat? So this goes back to a show that we had um earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Um I eat crawfish a lot whenever it's hot outside. <laughs> oh, cuz it's spicy and I think it's because like when it's hot everybody has crawfish boils. So it's like everybody wants to have like a get together at their house.
0: Oh, you go to the kind like where like people cook the crawfish in a giant pot and then they like pour them out mm-hmm. on a picnic table.
3: Yes. Piled with newspaper. <laughs> yes, that and, and I go to the restaurant too. I don't know why, but it's just like even though it's not technically crawfish season, I mm-hmm. love crawfish in the summer. That makes sense, Farrell. What about you? Well,
2: uh, very similar to Carly, my family used to have fish fries. They'd go mm-hmm. and and uh, and then they would fry the fish outside. But what they did at those fish fries was they they would make homemade ice cream in those old school barrels that you would crank with your hand hand cranked. Yeah. What? Oh my God. And they would put like big amounts of rock salt in it. And, uh, uh, to keep the water around it from freezing. Yeah. Right. And you, you you had no patience for it because it would take like an, you would keep running up. Is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? So <laughs> it was really good ice cream. It would come out like half melted, and it was just full of cream and calories. You're supposed and to wait
0: longer for it to harden up. But right, no child can do that.
2: Right, right. So I think of that, but really, the the, the real answer is when it's summertime. There's nothing like homegrown tomatoes that. Makes me feel like it's summer.
0: Yeah, but it's so hard to grow tomatoes in Houston. And now, when it's hot, they're all dead. Got it. We have to bring our tomatoes in from other places now.
2: Everything's <laughs> dying, outside, huh? Yeah, everything is dying. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah, this is this is like
0: the bad season for Houston
2: gardening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: So for me, the one thing that I really like perk up when I think about when it's this hot outside are different varieties of shaved ice. You know, I love raspas. I love those new Orleans style snow cones. Most of all, I love like all the different kinds of Asian shaved ice that you can get in places like the Bel Air Chinatown, super finely shaved, uh, Ice, you know, it it really is about the texture of snow and they top it with all sorts of things. I love fresh fruit. I kind of love all the like traditional Chinese toppings, stuff like peanuts and syrup and grass jelly and black beans. But nowadays you can get it with stuff like Fruit Loops or Oreo powder. <laughs> <laughs> but that is what I crave. I want I want sweetness. I want cold.
2: Mm. So is it like a I've never had it. I've never had shaved ice. Is it like a snow cone, but thinner?
0: Well, okay. So the Asian varieties, the snow ice types, it's, they have special machines. They freeze very cold, big blocks of ice. And there's some special machinery that kind of, I think it whirls around and it gets this really fine ice. You know, a normal snow cone is is just like gravel in comparison. <laughs>
1: There's the one place new cafe that I've been to in Chinatown. Nu, right? One of the best, yeah. Nu, NU it is yeah. so good. I think I had their green tea one. It, it's kind of like the way it comes out of the machine is sort of ribbony,
0: if that makes sense, mm. and
1: then mm-hmm. it just kind of like stacks on it on top of each other, and then it creates this really high tower.
0: Yeah, I think that is like the. I think of it as like a Taiwanese style, like the block of ice that they start with has some milk and fruit in it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: This sounds um, maybe so good. A lot. And mm-hmm. then they like shave it so good fine and that like long ribbon that comes out looking like creps or something.
1: Yeah. 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 It's really, really. And also good.
0: like new cafe is so stylish. It feels mm-hmm. it really mm-hmm. does feel new. You know, it yeah. feels <laughs> like, oh, I've beamed in from the global future. <laughs> and it's nice here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But you know who else has really great green tea? I don't know why I love green tea ice cream flavored things, but mm-hmm. the Korean soft served style at Somi Somi. Oh, I don't Haiti. know this. Uh-huh. Oh man, it is so good. And then they have like this waffle styled fish in the shape of a fish. It doesn't taste like fish. It's just the shape of a fish. Wait, it's it's this a cookie? <laughs> this is not an actual fish. Not right? an actual fish. It's just in the okay. shape like a waffle, but it's in the shape of a fish. And it's placed, you can order it with or without, but I say order it with it. <laughs> they put it on top of your soft serve and it's so good. <laughs> it has like a vanilla-y taste. It's weird because it looks like a fish, but mm-hmm. it tastes amazing. And Somi Somi in Katie is probably one of my favorite places. Oh, that sounds go. really good.
3: I've never heard of green tea ice cream. What? I haven't either. Oh, Carly. No. <laughs> what?
2: This is interesting. I'm outraged. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm missing out on life. Yes, you are. Well, I mean, when you got to eat ice cream, for me, the last thing I want it to be is healthy. I want marshmallows and bricks I don't of think chocolate. Green
0: tea ice cream is too healthy. You got all there. the sugar in there.
2: I there might be a great antioxidant, but I need chocolate covered pretzels in
3: it. Mm, give me yeah. all the calories. Yeah, right. yeah.
0: Like I do like sort of unusual flavors that you can get at. Like the Mexican popsicle shops, the paleterias, like mm. La Brisa on the east side, they have great flavors like pecan mm. that I just love. They have, um, they have a push-up pop that's flavored with rum. Mm. You know, I think of push-up pops as these things that you get when you're in third grade. And there's sure. something great about having a rum-flavored one. <laughs> it's subversive, <laughs> Like you're getting away with something. What I don't
1: get is the people, sorry, Carly, I'm going to call you out. Oh, <laughs> you. Eat, like, Here like, comes you know, Dina. Crawfish boil is spicy, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Eating it while it's hot out. I don't know if I would enjoy eating spicy things when I'm like super sweaty and sticky
3: and icky. You just need water. That's it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the
0: kind of the point too. You're sweating anyway, sweating mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> this is kind <laughs> of like cleansing.
2: <laughs> oh my God. But well, what about cold yeah. salsa? Chips and salsa when it's hot, Dina. I could I could eat that, and okay, plus i will so probably eating spiciness. it indoors. It's, it's the temperature, <laughs> pretty much.
1: Yeah, yeah spicy
2: with temperature heat at the same time when it's hot outside. I get that. Yeah, it's like that's the last yeah. thing I gravitate towards.
3: Most people have like a beer in their hand, water, something like that to so like <laughs> balance it out. You
0: know. <laughs> yeah, so Carly,
1: you've got a system as to how you stay cool while eating crawfish boil
0: (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah you're looking for some shade (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
3: yeah you gotta do like in the evening like when it's maybe like five six o'clock so you can kind of you know not overheat yourself or die because it's 97 (laughs) degrees outside
1: one thing i will say that i really enjoy that's like quite refreshing is getting a lemon mint tea from either la pasha that's on westheimer and kirkwood or sayad that's also on westheimer both of them serve, it's like a slush. They make it with like ice, fresh mint, a little bit of fresh lemon juice, and probably some like regular lemon juice and some sugar. And then they blend it and it comes out as this like thick, icy slushy, but it's like lemon and minty and it's so refreshing in the summer. Mm. That is like the drink to get.
0: Yeah. I love grown-up icies. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my favorite grown-up icy is a margarita.
2: Yeah. Me too, Lisa.
3: <laughs>
2: I was telling yeah. my wife that we were going to shoot this episode and she, and she said what's the topic and the first word out of her mouth was margarita <laughs> <laughs> it was the first and only word out of her mouth actually yeah, yeah.
0: so um, at, at habanera and the guero which is this little homey restaurant on the side of the gulf freeway they have amazing like frozen margaritas you know they come in this like glass with a stem and they're made with real fruit you get to order you know you pick something like mango or blackberry cucumber or blood orange and it comes in this you know glass that's the size of my two hands like held outstretched together and it's piled high over the edge of the glass it's got chamoya around the rim and some salt and maybe some fruit on top and it just It's like this vacation in a glass, you know. (laughs) And the food is good too, but, you know, I kind of think the food's an afterthought this time of year.
1: Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China. And full access to the Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to Economist.com and get your first month free. I think the one thing that me and everybody else probably is getting right now in the summer is HEB's gigantic watermelons. I knew mm. you were going to work H E B and somehow. <laughs> you know, oh, other you places know. have watermelons Come on. <laughs> But are they as good as H E I don't know.
3: Yeah! I don't know. Okay, question. Uh-huh. So when you get your watermelon, do you put salt or sugar on it? Oh Ooh. salt. Okay.
1: Um, neither. I just eat it with cheese. With cheese? cheese. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <I had laughs> what? cheese, hey, Tina. It's this um it's called Nabilsi cheese, which is like a Palestinian cheese you can get from any Middle Eastern grocery store. We grew uh-huh. up eating that with watermelon and it's like it's kinda salty, so it balances out the salty and the sweet. But, man, that is, like, the best combination ever created.
3: So Mm. is it, like, take a bite of watermelon, take a bite of the cheese, or is it, like, a melted cheese?
1: No, no, no. It's take a bite, take a bite.
3: Oh, wow. Never heard of that.
0: This is interesting. (laughs) Carly, do you sugar your watermelon?
3: No, I I salt it. You salt yeah. Yeah, I definitely salt it. I'm
0: with you. I know lots of people who think that's weird, but that is weird. Putting salt on your watermelon? Oh, also, like, have y'all ever used those, like, Cajun flavoring salts on watermelon? No. add like a little pepper, a little garlic, which I know is kind of weird, but it's good. Like garlic? Oh, Oh, no. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, no. I I love, I keep
0: those (laughs) Cajun salts around for all kinds of
2: things. Can you throw a brand name out, Lisa? Uh, I think it's just Cajun salt. I was wondering if you were going to say slap your mama. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. That's a good one. (laughs) uh, I I object
0: to that just on the grounds of being a mother. (laughs) I've heard
3: of people doing t- tahini.
0: I love tahine too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, I don't food. know
3: that. What is that one? Tahini. It's like a. It's like a Mexican spice, I guess. Mm. Like they put it on like mangoes and like different mm-hmm. fruits.
0: Yeah, it's like salt mixed with I think citric acid, kind of to give it a little lemony edge, and then mm-hmm. like hot peppers, red. Mm. Like Some it's sort
1: it's of like lime, like lime, lime powder yeah. or something. Lime
2: powder,
0: maybe. Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's delicious, though. The sour oh, yeah. and the spiciness. Oh, that's a really good one. That's really good on
3: fruit. I'm yeah. really shocked at all this stuff that y'all are putting on watermelons. <laughs> 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 Never heard of any of this. The cheese took me out.
2: That, that was wild. Yeah. <laughs> Carly, my entire family put salt on watermelon.
3: Mine, too. What? Yes. Yeah, that's that's
0: insane, No, I think it's like got something to do with hydration. You know, it's easy to get dehydrated here and a little mm. salt and a little mm. sugar really help you mm. stay upright. All right. Do y'all like do the stuff with pickle juice, like the shaved ice with pickle juice?
3: Mm.
2: No, what? That's just people bored. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh what is gosh. this? Snow? No. See, they're a, messing it up. What it's is called a piccadilly? So it's like a snow cone that has pickles in it.
0: Oh, uh. mm-hmm. Oh, now, see, like, I see the raspas, at uh, the refresquerias in southeast Houston that are just, like, shaved ice with pickle juice. But this actually has
3: – you have a version with pickles? hmm Like, actual the- pickles in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, like – because my grandma lives in the country, like, an hour away. And I don't know if it's just a thing down there. But – there's like, yeah, Piccadillys. People get like a strawberry snow cone flavoring and then they'll put pickles in the middle of it. And I thought it was the strangest <laughs> thing. Because like, why? That and then, have you ever seen a, um, a Kool-Aid pickle?
0: Oh my God, no. Kool-Aid pickle. What is that? aid Aid? Yes.
3: They'll get the jar of pickles and they'll put a Kool-Aid packet in it. And like sit it overnight and people eat it. I don't know why. I've never tried it before. Because like, I don't. What? I feel like you shouldn't do things to pickles sometimes but. Mm-hmm. Uh, i think
1: always i mean i don't know but like how does that keep you cool in the summer just oh like... i
3: think it's just
0: in the summer when this heat has really sapped you you just need <laughs> extreme things to make you feel alive mm-hmm. oh my oh god. My
3: gosh. Yeah. There's a lot of extreme things that you do in the summertime. Like literally like when I go to water parks, my favorite thing has always been to get the and Dots. Like what Dina mentioned earlier. Ooh, yes. I love and Dots, but they're like $7. <laughs> yeah. That's they're so expensive.
0: Okay. and Dots are those little like chocolatey, sprinkly things.
3: Yeah. They're like little balls of ice cream. I think what it is is like that they're rare in a way mm-hmm. like it's something that you can't really buy at the grocery store so you only get it like a certain time of the year or if you go to certain places and i think and you're that's at the water park me... and you're really happy yeah like water park kima like
0: kima that's right
3: yeah. yeah and so since you can only get it certain places i think that's why i love it so much but it also <laughs> tastes really good
0: <laughs> it does it tastes so good oh. especially the fruity one yeah see i associate those with like tourist oh what is the tourist traps? Is the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. Dippin' dots aren't a tourist trap. <laughs> that that's the definition of places where dip dots are sold.
3: <laughs> there is a gas station on the way to Austin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Y'all actually I need don't know the this. location I've scouted this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I scouted the dipping dots out. And like I since I used to go to college there, I stopped at this gas station one day and I saw a cooler of dipping dots. Oh my gosh. I was oh, my God. so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so then after that I had to stop at that gas station every time on the way back to Houston.
0: <laughs> okay, my favorite hot weather thing right now is coming from Hong Kong market. Um they sell a popsicle that has boba in it. It's like a coffee
1: flavored mm, mm. popsicle with little Ooh, chewy I got that for boba beads. It's really good.
0: Yeah.
3: Whenever you drink boba, the the beads kind of burst in your mouth. Is it like the same effect? Well, you, with the you're
0: getting you must be getting like the little beads that are filled with liquid. So, like traditional boba beads are the chewy tapioca ones, mm-hmm. and it's that kind.
3: Oh, and they're that.
0: frozen in this milky popsicle. Mm. It's
3: really That's good. Learning some new things here. Some new food I need to try: <laughs> 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 watermelon and cheese.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm still thinking about that one.
1: I promise it's good. Don't knock it
0: till you try it. All right. You'll have to give us a link where we can buy the cheese.
3: <laughs> I also feel like we should tell the people, Houstonians, drink mm-hmm. some water. You oh, know? You know that's that's good. That- <laughs> the basics, get some water. You know, everybody wants to drink a lot of alcohol during the summer. Please do not fall out. It is a hundred <laughs> degrees.
1: Carly right. keeping everybody safe. We're out yeah. here like and people dehydrated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Subsisting on booze and ice cream. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks y'all. This was fun. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for Thank you. That was Dina Kesba, Farrell Gibbs, and Carleon Jones. Farrell, what else is going on around town today?
2: Well, Lisa, it looks like I may have been wrong about Mattress Mac McInvale in prior episodes of this show, back when I called him Snakebit regarding that string of eye-opening losing bets that he made on the Astros, the Super Bowl, the National Championship, and college football. Nope, it looks like he has been asked to be part of the SBC Summit North America Conference. It's a trade show in New Jersey. It is the leading sports betting and iGaming conference around. His appearance will be in conjunction with ESPN business reporter David Purdom, and the two will actually kick around Mattress Mac's betting strategies to get Mac's take on how the industry can be more customer service oriented. Sue Schneider is the SBC's vice president of growth and strategy. And she said about Mac, quote, I cannot imagine a more suitable person to share some thoughts on this topic. Mac's multi-million dollar bets have made history and our audience will find his story and innovative approach fascinating.
0: That's it for CityCast Houston. Please, y'all, if you like our show, tell a friend. Text them right now. Send them the link. Make them listen to it. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks a lot.
1: Oh, my God. I think I know what you're talking about. I've seen it on the way to Austin. (laughs) Yes. Do you pass a a big old giant squirrel? A big old
0: giant squirrel?
1: Yes. (laughs) Okay. Carly knows what I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) Because y'all must be doing the same drugs. What on earth are you talking about?